Welcome to our podcast. I'm Spencer. I'm Adam. And we are two guys recovering from wounds of personal pain, reaching out to share the light and hope we've gained thus far on a continuous journey of self-discovery. With this podcast, we want to provide hope, inspiration, and some guidance to help you discover your identity, your potential, and your worth. This is Candle in the Darkness. How you doing today, Adam? I'm doing great, Spencer. How are you? I'm good. Good to be here and starting our podcast again, our next episode. It's good to be here in Colorado from where we're... <laughs> it's a warm day today, which is awesome. It's beautiful. So so we're, ta- we're going to talk today about agency. Agency or the ability and right to choose or make our own choices. So how does addiction take away our agency? Well, um, I don't think it happens all at once. Well, I know it doesn't happen all at once. It's a very slow process. So, but to start, you know, or just starting out in life before addiction or anything like that happens, I think uh, something to remember is that our choices aren't limitless. You know, we can't always do what we want to do to the fullest. That doesn't mean our that doesn't mean we don't have agency or, or choices. It just means that we have we're human and we have you know, like I can I can get on an airplane and fly, that doesn't mean that I can flap my, my arms and, and fly. So my my agency it's a different thing. So um but we always have options in any given situation. Uh so your question was how do we get our agency or our choices taken away from us yeah how does how does addiction affect our choices how does addiction affect our ability to choose and and to use our agency agency by far is one of the most valuable things that we have yes mm-hmm. uh, we're able to make those choices ourselves make our you know decide what we want to do with life i mean the you know just being able to choose mm-hmm. is, I don't know what to say other than that, other than being able to choose is just very precious. Exactly. I like that. Very precious. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think for uh, when we're talking about agency and the ability to choose, and um, especially when it comes to what what we could call moral agency or the, the ability to choose between right and wrong, not right. just, not just, uh, between what we want and what we don't want, but what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Um, I think there's, uh, there's a lot to be when it comes to addiction. Um, when we take, like, let's say we have the option or the opportunity to partake of an addictive substance or, or, or process or whatever you want to call it. For the first time. Yeah. And let's say we don't. Let's say we choose not to, to do it. We choose not to whatever the, the addictive substance might be, um, whether it's pornography, um, alcohol, gambling, uh, what have you. So we can choose not to partake. And by doing making that choice the first time, we ha- still have the ability the next time more than we normally more than we would to say no again yeah 
when we say yes, or if we say yes to something that is addictive, it's harder the next time to say no. Right. And so it's it's a process and it's a slow process generally, but um, how do we get our our choices taken away? It's when we we use our choices in a in you know, I don't want to use the word wrong, but cho- use our choices in the a disadvantageous way to ourselves. Um, we don't um, like if I partake of an illegal substance that's addictive. Yeah. Um, it can do my body harm. It can also make it hard for me to say no the next time, like I said, but, um, you know, so it, it just it slowly leads you down a road of I can't not do this. You know, you don't have yeah. a choice anymore after a while. Yeah, and there's, there's no defining point, unfortunately, when – when you start to go down an addictive behavior, when it defines, I you know I'm addicted at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't I don't think there's no any defining moment that says you know I can't choose anymore because addiction that's unfortunately I mean that the longer like you said we say yes to things related yeah. to to addictive behaviors the the more we say yes to them, then the more we start sealing in that that's becoming an addiction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, at the beginning, you know, we always still have that choice to jump off, jump off, you know, to say no. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do it this time, which, you know, helps improve things. Right. But there, you know, our agency being it as we... As we continue to go down addictive tendencies, then, you know, we just get to the point where we lose that agency. We lose the ability to choose. I mean, the thoughts in our mind are just so consuming that you completely lose the ability to choose. Yeah, and it's it's thoughts in your mind. It's also, I mean, of course, I'm no scientist, but they've, they talk about the chemical dependency of, yeah. of addictive behaviors including pornography yeah because um pornography like any drug out there is going to increase you know if it's to to an addictive person addicted person it's um it increases dopamine in the brain yeah we have the uh, substance abuse which you know the substance in itself gives us pleasure yeah or you know pornography food gambling those other things which you know, give us a dopamine high, mm-hmm. which is a ch- chemical dependency in itself, just internally. Right. We don't have to take any external substance to be able yeah. to gain it. But either way, you know, substance abuse or or the abuse of um, anything like pornography or anything. I mean, it's, you know, it's still reacting the same way. I mean, we are becoming addicted to things once we... Uh, engage in that and you know it just starts to take our freedoms away Mm -hmm. and that's really i mean that's what choice really is um you know the choice is basic having a choice having agency is freedom yeah it's like you were talking about it's precious and it's not something that's um lightly or should be lightly considered or lightly thought of um i mean how often do we do we ourselves or anybody sometimes we, we give up our our ability to choose or our right to choose so quickly 
yeah so easily and it may not be to addictive substances but it's the same principle really because if you know you you give up your your right to choose to a person or you give your right to choose to a to an organization or you might give up your right to choose to an idea you know or so something that i think is important to to note here is just that um for those listening we we value agency here um we value uh the right to choose and the ability to choose and it's not something that we take lightly and it's also not something that should be taken lightly by anyone um no because i mean we've both been in we've both been in situations where you know we were we weren't able to choose we were bound by our addiction we were bound by even labels yeah that prevent us from being able to choose prevent us from doing the things that we wanted to do and sometimes you know that choice i mean we didn't even know that that choice was available sometimes which kind of takes away the choice itself in the first place if you yeah. don't know what's available to you yeah yeah which you know the good thing to as you look back and the good thing to know it's like along the way of addiction we've always had a choice we didn't see the choice we didn't know we had a choice and it absolutely felt like we didn't have a choice Mm -hmm. but as i look back i've always had a choice and i was always giving in and not morally choosing to go a different path so for for those out there who do not agree or do not see the choice that's available to them um to you if you're listening and this is you sometimes we have to make hard choices but sometimes those hard choices seem a lot more painful and difficult and perhaps they may seem even impossible to us at the time like saying no um sometimes it seems impossible whatever the addiction may be if you have an addiction or maybe it's a loved one you know maybe you have a loved one who has an addiction um there is a choice and perhaps if if it's someone you love, perhaps it would help him or her to hear to hear from you that they do indeed have a choice, and it's not it's not a given that they give in. It's not a it's not something that they sh- that they have to do. They can choose to not give in, and obviously, um, if they're already addicted, then they've already given in. But we're talking about every every individual decision of of making that that journey um so just know that we as as two guys who have suffered from addiction can tell you your you and or your loved one can choose to walk away this time and if he or she does that it will strengthen his or her ability to say no or walk away the next time so i mean that's i mean that's a huge thing to to grapple with perhaps but um bear in mind that we know that you can make the choice yeah the choice now is valuable being able to make the choice to not give in to addiction today give you know make the choice not to give in to desires and you know even to make the choice to seek help i mean that choice as is extremely valuable and what we get to use every day 
And again, I mean, it doesn't feel like when you're in addiction that you have that choice. I mean, I, I remember, you know, my wife would tell me, he's like, you do have the choice. You are making the choice to continue to act out. And it didn't feel like I had a choice. I mean, it really didn't. I could not see that choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could not see, I, I mean, I thought the only thing I can see is this is my only option. You don't see the other options. I mean, it's like, you know, I had blinders on. This is all I can see. This is all I can focus on. When I guess knowing the choice, knowing that you have a choice is starting to see that there's other options. I mean, that's, that's a good thing about choices. We get to choose between either one or two choices. Our options are yes or no, or our options can be limitless you know, depending on the situation. Um, what fast food do I want to eat tonight? <laughs> I mean, that can be, you know, in itself, you know, unlimited amount of choices. And, of course, hard in itself to make those choices too. But, you know, the takeaway really is that we have options in our life. We're not bound. We are not just bound by this set path that we're on. I mean, there's plenty of paths we can take in this life. I mean, you know, life's an adventure. It's it about, should be enjoyed. And it's about the different things we get to do and different things we get to experience. And and that all comes back down to, you know, what we choose to do day to day, moment to moment. So something to uh, encourage anyone yeah. who might who struggling or know someone who might be struggling. Um something to encourage you is to realize that others have taken this road before and that they have been successful. And, you know, I, I know some of them and I'm, I have some success, you know, I don't have like endless success, of course, but, uh, I have enough success that I know what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I can say no, you know, when the temptation comes and that's something that I didn't always have or didn't always think that I had, I should say. So for anyone who's just battling and battling and battling and just maybe you're assuming that you're going to lose, try for a minute to consider the fact that you're going to win and that there's a way to win. I mean, that comes back to, like we've talked about before, is our perspective, Mm -hmm. believing in your future. Believing in your future. It's, you know, you you have to to believe that it's there. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't believe it's there, you you really don't see the options. And if you don't believe it, it's not going to happen because faith precedes the miracle or belief precedes action, which precedes getting what you want. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when we do, when we choose, I don't know. (laughs) I lost my train of thought. You know, that happens. Someone derails your train of thought. Conductor. Conductor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know uh sometimes uh depending on where you're at um, or where the one you loved at you love is at in um, the journey he or she can um can possibly see that there's a way to say no and a way to yeah make the right decision um if you know, depending on where that person is at, whether you're, you know, 
whether where you're at or um, your loved one is at, it just uh, wanting to recover is required. You know, of course, I'm talking about the beginning of the journey, but desire is also helpful and needed throughout the entire journey because you can, if you have the journey, the desire to recover at the beginning and you lose it, you can fall back into old habits. Or if you keep the desire alive, the the want alive to uh, to make those right decisions and change, then then you you will keep going until you have achieved what you're wanting to achieve. So. Um, and I believe that everyone has the want to get better, to overcome addiction. Everyone has that want. Now, the desire, the desire isn't, you know, uh, is there a difference between desire and want? I think there is. Someone wants to do something, but they don't have a, a firm desire to do it. Anyways, uh, but I believe everyone has a... I do believe that everyone has a want in some form to over, you know to overcome their addiction, but their desire may be small at you know at that time, mm-hmm. and does desire over can continue to grow and grow. You know, when I first wanted to overcome, or when I first started going to recovery groups, you know, I I, I was kind of I was I had the want. Yeah, but it, it felt like the desire to give into my addiction was greater than my want, and I didn't have a great desire to overcome my addiction mm-hmm. at that point. I, I had the want, but I wanted that desire to grow, so that's why I kept, yeah, going, going back, yeah. working on, on uh, steps that I needed to work on, you know, and the, and as I continued to do that. And that separation started to occur between my desire or, or want. You know, it kind of flip-flopped a little bit. You know, my want for recovery started to become my desire. And I lost the desire for acting out of my addiction. And that started to dwindle down to a want. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So... I mean, our desire, when going through, when we make continually make the decisions to not act out, do something differently, then our desire for that continues to grow. And everybody has that potential. Of course. I mean, everybody has that potential, whether, and, and I hope that many choose to build their desire and, and and to recover and to overcome addiction because you go from something that is limiting you mm-hmm. in your future in your your relationships to basically just becoming limitless you have so many opportunities so many potentials when you start to to remove or even work on the addiction and to overcome that addiction, your possibilities just grow. Yeah, which is huge for somebody who's been addicted for a long time because it gives more and more hope the more you go along. Yeah. And hope isn't something that an addicted person finds easy to to, yeah. to grasp. So. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's one thing is, like, as we're here talking, it's like 
you know, thinking about that addiction, it's like, it just continues to, like I said, you know, limit you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, I mean, over time is your choices get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and Mm -hmm. smaller. And it's just, you know, bondage in its own way. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, you're enslaved to your own desires, your own addiction that you uh, continually allow to happen. So. And unfortunately, you know, we did make the choice to continue to allow it to happen. But, you know, like I said, we can still make that choice to keep it from happening, to start to work on something to better our lives, to overcome it and, and make our future, you know, just open to us. Yeah. I think something that would really help or does really help, like, I think I'm sure you've done this on in many ways, but uh, considering the consequences, and I mean both good and mm-hmm. not good consequences, like every time you or I or anyone gets tempted um, to use in their particular addiction, whatever it may be, yeah. um, if that person can chooses to look at the consequences of what will happen if they give in and also what will happen if they don't give in to that temptation, they'll see two different opposite eventualities. Yeah. And that's a powerful picture. Um, you know, if I, if I could go back, you know, and it's, there's, of course, you know, everybody has a different take on, uh, whether or not they'd go back and change things because yeah. what we've what we've done has made us into who we are and if we're if we like who we are then we wouldn't go back and change it right right but um, for me you know I I'm grateful for what I've learned from addiction mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have chosen this path you know if I if I'd known yeah so I I would go back and for me you know. It was in sixth grade, and I saw something I shouldn't have seen that le- that started the, you know, the the wheels rolling in my head. Um, you know, if I could have chosen differently, I would have chosen differently in understanding at that time what would happen over the course of uh, how old am I? Thirty eight years old. So I would have chosen differently. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I would love. I mean, you know, the good thing, you know, we if we have history and data related to addiction, you know, by making a choice and seeing where those choices could potentially lead. And by knowing the, you know, I don't know if you remember, it's like always in, in, um, I remember in, uh, uh, just school. I don't remember what grade, you know, you, you look through a health book and what do they show you? You know, they show you a healthy lung and then they show you a, big black you know this small little black shriveled up shriveled up (laughs) lung it's like this is what happens when you smoke (laughs) it's like um uh, yeah (laughs) i mean there's that evidence there to prove that you Mm -hmm. know this is the potentiality that could happen if you get detected and it's like with other addictions if we would have known that Mm -hmm. you know if if i would have known all the points down the road and, and know where I would have ended up. You know, I I think if I knew that at the beginning, I probably would have made it. I know I would have made a different choice. But also, it's 
part of it, you know, is is growing up too. I wasn't informed, right, by those things as well. You know, which you got blindsided. Yeah, which nowadays, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm more open with my children mm-hmm. about okay, this is this is you know related to addiction, whether it be this, uh, you know, drugs, pornography, uh, sex, um, gambling. Here, here's your, here's your eventual, you know, ending points. This is where it can lead to. And I try to be open with them as as much as I can, so so that they can, you know, m- know if things do come up and they do are presented with those situations, they can remember. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I want to make that choice. <laughs> right. So, but you know, it's good to look back at the at the beginning and. You know, it's good to look back at what you've learned and gained from where you were to where you are. Yeah, it's it's, you know, the good thing about looking back is you see along the way what brought you to where you're at, and you learn the lessons. Yeah, and that's that's the important part is, do we learn the lessons? Because we can't go back and change the past. We can no, nope. we can't learn what we we're meant to learn from it though. That's right. I mean, and that's a good thing about learning lessons is is continuing to grow, so we can make our have better choices ahead, you know, in the future. Mm. If I choose to spend all my money on lottery tickets tonight, I may not have money for food for the next couple of weeks. And you have a family, and so <laughs> you know it's you know it's good to you know to see those choices. Yeah, it's like you know by. When we're in addiction, we don't see those choices. But now that you know you're out of the addiction, or you're working on sobriety, or you have extended sobriety, you see those choices. You 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 are grateful for those choices. Um, it's such a it's such a breath of fresh air to yeah. have that. I mean, I don't like being tempted. I, no, I mean, you don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't like. Um, I don't like. Uh, you know, my addiction coming back to me and tempting me saying, you know, hey, look at this, you know, go to this website, look at this. Or, you know, remember what you used to do kind of thing. Mm. You know, I, I don't like that. But the good thing is, right. you know, I don't like it, but I can choose right now. It's like I ha- I can choose to keep thinking about that or I can choose to think about something else. I can choose to just do something, but you know, it's, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what I value right now is being able to, I have a temptation and I can choose, you know, for like maybe a fraction of a second. I can't, it seems like I can't choose, but after that fraction of a second, I realize I do have a choice. I do have a choice to continue through these thoughts mm-hmm. And go and pursue this, or I can get off the uh, train right now, <laughs> jump off right now before it gets going too fast, and where I can't jump off. Right, something that's, you know, I there there's a lot of, uh, or there's, I'd say there's two main different um, uh, viewpoints or mindsets when it comes to what we are supposed to be as humans. Mm-hmm. Um, one mindset says we have physical desires. We have the the desire to 
procreate mm -hmm. and therefore we should have those desires whenever we want. And there's another mindset viewpoint that says we're more than that. Yes, it is a part of our physiological makeup to be able to procreate. At the same time, you know, we're more than just animals. You know? Yeah. We're more than that. And um, we have a, a broader, bigger, more eternal perspective or, or purpose, I should say, a more eternal purpose here on earth than than that. Yeah. So, um, and of course, that's probably controversial. But, um, you know, I didn't, I wasn't born to to have intimacy 24-7 or whatever, you know, even seven days a week or whatever. I meant to create in other ways. We're creators in all kinds of ways. We're, you know, and so it's, which is a hard thing to, to think about sometimes, but we're, we're more than that. Yeah. And it's one thing, if we continue to use all the time, then it leads it, you know, it stops being potent. Mm -hmm. We start, you know, it doesn't feel as good anymore. So we use more and more and more to try to get the same high that we used to have. Yep. I mean, the same thing with, you know, with relationships and all that we have, you know, we have physical intimacy, but if we did it all the time, gave into that physical intimacy all the time, it would lose purpose over time. Mm -hmm. And it does lose purpose over time. So, yeah, something that's um, perhaps important to, to point out here is just that, what are we going for, you know? What do we want in life? What do we want in life? But in but but in a given moment, what is it we're going for? Are we gearing up for the next escapade, or are we are we trying to form connections of deeper meaning with yeah. other people? Yeah, I think you know, as, as being single, we're blinded by. I think we're blinded by. What I'm trying to say, like, just for. You know, we're selfish in a way. We're just thinking about us almost. Blinded by our own personal desires for yeah. ourselves. Yeah, we're just kind of blinded by, you know, just me, me, me. I, you know, I, I need to provide for myself. I need to find. Um, I'm like that. <laughs> you know, I need. And in relationship, you know, when starting relationships and finding relationships to connect with other people, I mean, that's when we have to you know start to change and start to grow and give up the me 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 attitude it's all, it's all about me because <laughs> at the time you know when you're single it is about you <laughs> it is about me it's like i need to go to work i need to make some money to feed myself so i can go have fun right you know and i need to go i need to go have fun you know date um hang out with other people go to sports you know, whatever movies, you know, you do these things to have fun for yourself, to enjoy, start to enjoy life and all that. But, you know, when starting a relationship, then it's hard to make that transition. Mm -hmm. It's extremely hard to make that transition. Unless you've been trained to be more selfless growing up or leading up to that point. Um, I think serving other people can be learned. Well, I know it can be learned, you know, um, and having that mindset of somebody needs my help. I want to help them kind of thing. 
Yeah. And if that's the mindset going into a relationship, it's going to go a lot better. I mean, I've had it both ways, you know, where I was, where I was focused on the other person. I've had it the other way where I was focused entirely on me and it was disastrous for both of us. And it was very painful for her mm-hmm. to know that I was like that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm shamed to at that person that I was and, it's hard to live with the things I've done in that respect. You know, there's one thing to be said for for being loose morally or whatever, but there's something else to be said that I'm that I was uncaring or unkind or incompassionate for somebody else who had compassion and had kindness and had yeah. love even for me. It's a hard, hard lesson to learn. Um, I think we got away from uh, <laughs> no from choices. No, right. As I'm thinking here, agency. <laughs> um, That's okay. I mean, it just the ability. I mean, thinking back about you know agency, the ability to make a choice. I mean, some people have. I, I understand that you know some people have very hard time trying to decide on things, making decisions even though they have a hard time making decisions and stuff, I mean, you gotta, you, you have to be, you have to know how lucky they are to be in that position, to have that ability to, even though they came, you know, they, they have a hard time making decisions to be able to still have that choice to make a decision. I mean, when we talk about, you know, being bound by addiction and, and not seeing those choices, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I think we're going in circles. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. So the good thing about, you know, this is you do have the ability to choose and that's, what's awesome about it. I mean, it just doesn't have to be a long topic. I mean, this could be one of those 10 minute episodes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you have the ability to choose whether you see it or not, whether you see it or not, you have that ability. I mean, it's valuable in itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is just sometimes you have to pound it into somebody. It's like you have that choice. You have the choice and you're so lucky that you have that choice. I mean, it's it's given to you by the universe. Everybody has that choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, we and we make the choice to limit ourselves, or we make the choice to be limitless. Why didn't you say that before, like that? I don't know. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't come up until the end. <laughs> That's why we have discussions. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have to be aware. You have to look at. You know, and without our experiences, we wouldn't have known that. You know, we wouldn't have known that we do have this choice and how valuable our choice is, the ability to choose. You know, without us going through what we did, we wouldn't... Appreciate our choices. Yeah, I like that. You know, we wouldn't appreciate it. And, but again, you know, this, what I went through, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. I don't want my kids to go through the same thing. No. You know, anyone I could help prevent that to go through, I'm going to do what I can to help prevent them go through it and see that they have better options. They have better choices. They have, their life can be so much more. 
we have the choice along the way. I mean, because, you know, we have the choice. You know, the internet is awesome, but it also sucks. You have pop-ups, you have ads that are always coming into our view. And the good thing about being sober for an extended period of time is when those things come up for me, I take my window and mm-hmm. I shrink it up to the point where I'm only looking at the content I want to see. Yeah. And those ads are so small that they don't come on my screen anymore. They're no longer in the, you know, the content that I'm there to look at. Smart. You know, so I, you know, I do that any option, any opportunity that I get, you know, going to just about any, you know, going to the store. I mean, for those addicted to pornography, as, as you get, start to go, you know, look for sobriety and all that, you know, it starts to pop in in other ways. You know, as you're standing in the line at store, you know, you have all those magazines right to the left and right, right of you. And it's just like, um, what do I do? What do I do? Look at, the, <laughs> look at the floor as long as you can. Look at the ceiling. Look at the ceiling. Look straight ahead. I mean, you, you make those choices along the way. I mean, as you as you start to to overcome and start to work on addiction and overcoming it, is is you make those choices along the way, which is awesome. You you know, and yes, even though you're making that choice to not give in, the whole time you are feeling like, oh, I need to give in. But it, it, like you said, you know, persevering is sticking with it and just sticking with it and sticking with it. And the more you do that, the more traction you get under your you know, that you get, it's the easier it gets. And you get more satisfaction along the way, the longer you go. Exactly. Because you're like, oh, I chose not to give in that time. Boom. And you feel better and better and better. Exactly. You're, I mean, you start feeling awesome and awesome again. You start realizing you're awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you're awesome. You know, the universe made awesome people. God doesn't it's, make mistakes. You never the make people mistakes. that choose not to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are all made, you know, God, the universe made awesome. Everybody awesome. It's, you know, our choices that we make choose, you know. Make things difficult. Make things difficult. Make us not to be awesome ourselves. No, I think we're that. still awesome. I think the wrong choices or the wrong choices simply make us less aware of the goodness and the awesomeness that's inside us. I think it blinds us. Yeah. I think the awesomeness is still always there. Yeah. We got to see it. Gotta I mean, we it. have to, we have to see it for ourselves. We have to, you know, let other people show us and believe in, in what other people see as well. Yep. I mean, every one of us has the potential You know, I think no matter where you're at in life, what you've done, mm-hmm. we have the potential to do something great and yeah. do something awesome. To turn a corner, you know, maybe take a U-turn, <laughs> you know, go back to that other stop and <laughs> come back up a different road to go to a totally different destination. I mean, but we all are awesome. Amen. We're awesome on this adventure. Yeah. Remember, it's we're adventurers. Adventure. We're adventurers. Recovery is an adventure. 
Life is an adventure. Recovery is an adventure. You are a treasure. And you are a treasure on an adventure. That's going to be one freaking awesome story. Way to go, guys. <laughs> Good job. What else do you want to say, Adam? Biggest thing right now that I would say to you is simply persevere. You know, when when you're wanting to quit, you're wanting to be done with addiction and it keeps rearing its ugly head and because it will and it does Mm -hmm. you know when that's happening i implore you to persevere don't quit keep going don't give up just brighter days are ahead if you quit now but let's just say you don't quit now and you keep going brighter days are ahead and that will happen so long as you keep going so keep going don't give up An action step for you this week is to take some time and write out where continued choices and addiction will lead you. Determine if this is a path you want to continue down, or do you want to make decisions that will take you on a different path? Remember, you have a choice. Again, thank you for joining us. We wish you the best. This is Candle in the Darkness.